0: Hello everyone. Hello everyone.
1: It's Milo and Lucian. We are here live from the City Diplomacy class at Sciences Po holding our 8th uh, podcast on uh, City Networks. And today we will dedicate this podcast to the uh, International Association of Port Cities, also called Association Internationale des Villes et Ports, based in Le Havre. But before presenting the main features, I would like to ask to Lucian, what's a port for you? What's a city, and then what's a port city,
0: Lucian? Um, that's a very, very good question. For for me, at least, what I picture when I when I see a port, I I see docks, I see ship, uh, I see cargo and containers and uh, cranes that 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 move this cargo. To, to a firm or, or a depot somewhere somewhere in the, in the dock, so it it's a it needs to be a busy place. It's not a place where a commoner go well, common well an, an ordinary citizen goes. Um, and um, on the other hand, the city uh, this is exactly uh, what I what I would see a city is is people. It, it's citizens. My my view is very anthropocentric. I thinks uh, I think that. Uh, you know city is people who decided to live together and um, they encounter a lot of issues uh, and they try to make tomorrow better relatively to today so so that would be a city for me uh, a port and now a port city would be something like venice you know it's pretty much uh, established next to a water body um, it the the most of its economy goes from the sea or from uh, the exchange on water, uh, and the people started just they built their houses near near their work, you know. <laughs> so, so this would be a port city for to me. What about yourself? What do you what 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 do you imagine
1: under the city port? Well, I, I mean, you mentioned pretty much everything, but I would just add uh, that my vision of a port is something very closed uh something where you can't go because there's there is much security there is much security but there is also many people passing by goods uh and uh the city is there there is this huge activity going on and how can you connect both this is i'm i mean this is the main question i think we will Address absolutely. today, and this is the main question raised by this organization that we will present now. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I,
0: I, then, how does AIVP see a port city? What is their vision?
1: Well, uh, so AIVP is a well established uh, network because it was born in 1988. That's so it, 30 years. Yeah, 30 years. Quite old compared to other networks that we've been presenting here or in general. Yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, this may uh, be a first uh, interesting point. Um, it may have many connections. So the the aim of the network um, is to connect port cities worldwide. Mm. Uh, It's uh, quite a huge network since it has more than 190 members from 50 different countries with three uh, official languages, uh, which are English, French and Spanish. If I'm correct, they also said that uh, they are represented
0: on all the five continents. Is yeah. Actually, yeah. It's, exactly. It's, well, it's everywhere except
1: except Antarctica, you know. <laughs> the, the last one. Exactly. And uh yeah, they 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 share a lot of their values, uh, so they promote uh, dialogue and cooperation uh within uh port cities trying to gather uh local communities, port authorities, citizens and economic operators.
0: Yes, and uh, also if I'm, if I'm correct, they, they mentioned that in the past um, past uh, 50 years there has been the separation between the port and the city. The ports are usually outside of the city and they would like to reconnect the port to the city as it used to be at least before while introducing an innovative change based on blue and green uh, economy or uh, technology.
1: Exactly. We'll go through that now. Just a word about... Um, the governance structure of the association which is a french uh, based and french non-profit association i mean it has a worldwide aim but still yeah. based in le havre yeah. um, so the the governance um, is made out of uh, high position port managers which are uh, occupying this uh, position pro bono, like for free. They they're not paid, and then they have eleven uh, professionals that run uh, the network on a daily basis, which are paid, of course. Of course. Um, they also establish a local ports uh, centers. Can
0: you can you tell us something about the local port center? Yeah.
1: So um what about their activities now exactly uh the the port center is one of their main uh feature and and main um, facility that that they try to settle in uh, their network and in their uh, members uh, ports basically uh, it's a place, uh, between the port and the city. So it may be at the entrance of the port, for <laughs> example. And, um, yeah, it allows the, 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 normal citizen to come and discover, uh, an experience, uh, to better understand, uh, the contemporary port activities. Uh, so it's a space ma- meant to be open to the widest public, and it can cover subjects such as industrial port activities, goods transported, international trade, and so on and so forth. Thus,
0: let us now move uh, on to the SWOT analysis um, and let us, let us start off with strengths of AIVP. Personally, I see the biggest strength in their vision, which is very modern and very people-centric uh it is, it goes hand with hand with the agenda 2030 and uh, they they came out with a sort of 10 sdgs for the for the port cities personally um my favorite point was uh was point 5 which was <laughs> investing in the human capital of port cities but there are other ones which are very interesting like climate change adaptation energy transition and circular economy, sustainable mobility, renewed governance, port culture and identity, quality food for all, city port interface, health and quality of life, protecting biodiversity. These are the 10 sort of big points that AIVP is trying to push forward. Which point would be the most important to you? Well,
1: I think I really have a favorite point, it's point number six, sport culture and identity. I think um, this is due to my travels to Marseille and uh, Palermo in the Mediterranean. I was able to see how important the port was for the city and how the city basically was born from uh, the port. Uh, actually the food. The people, there's such a melting pot in those two cities. It was so uh, interesting. And also as a Parisian, yeah. uh, I, I like the fact that we have a port here which is uh, being increasingly used uh, for uh, trade. We're receiving a lot of goods are uh, being uh, and, and used in grocery
0: places. For my part, I think that the most important point they aborted was climate change adaptation rather than climate change mitigation. Of course, the part of their idea is about the mitigation, but also to adapt to the changing environments. I mean, I mean the port cities are, after all, <laughs> in, the, uh, in the forefront of, of uh, rising sea levels and, and climate change and hurricanes. So this was a very welcome uh, and fresh uh, approach to how to live tomorrow Absolutely. with a different climate. Um, when we were going through the through the governance and uh, through their structures and people who work for them, I mean, they are incredibly, incredibly uh, politically and academically uh, established over the 30 years. They, they happen to establish themselves quite strongly. Um, their staff is usually either professors or post-doctorates or, well, somebody who, uh, people who are from the field, from either the municipal politics or uh, in the field of city diplomacy. Um, so they are recognized as
1: well. They are, they are be- recognized due to their 30 years of uh, creating a network. It's a lot of time. <laughs> I mean. you, you, you have a lot of opportunities to build and, uh, and construct the, the, the networks. As the SDGs also were were hinting
0: at, I mean, they cooperate closely with the UN. Recently, they signed the cooperation with UN Habitat. Um, Unfortunately, there were no news about it. We were trying to find it, but uh, um, they did not not promote it much. And uh, lastly, um, what I really appreciate is that this network is also trying to be a little bit more useful to, to a citizen, try, try to generate a job. So, for example, in Le Havre, there was this uh, project uh, called Granoma, uh, which uh, was established in the middle of the city. And uh, they employ around 20, 20 staff uh, and, and they produce 300 baskets of fresh vegetables locally. Day. Which is quite a lot every week. Sorry, every week. Yeah, every week, it's, yeah. yeah it's it's quite a lot. Uh, subsequently, they also were going moving a little bit forward. For example, the GAG. If you you remember,
1: yeah, they 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 implemented a very concrete program in uh, Le Havre in their headquarters, um, allowing them to reduce their ga their greenhouse gases emissions so basically uh, they tried to implement a cycle to work policy through a cycle to work charter signed by a few cities already and this uh, allows them to encourage employees to travel to and from work by bike with reimbursement of cycling expenses so basically buying a bike um also they Took the lead before the COVID-19 crisis, uh, since they were uh, pushing uh, for uh, work from home. Uh, uh, a, l- a lot of uh, the working time this allowed allowed them to, to reduce by sixty percent their in-person meetings, which, which is also interesting sa-
0: saves on CO2 and uh, other other um, pollution because they are trying to be as little carbon productive as, as possible exactly um, let us move on to the weaknesses now Shall we? uh, as mentioned also um, before they are their staff is very academic it's very academic most of the most of their out- output is um, is in form of researches in form of podcasts in form of like it's it's very informative yes. But uh, to a daily citizen like you and me who are living in a port city, I don't think that just thinking about the identity of a port, uh, thinking about the identity of the city, uh, going on... I mean, bike is, is okay, is welcome change, but uh, quite frankly, I
1: don't see how they improve
0: my life. Yeah,
1: they, they, they're basically gathering information, what this city is doing, what this city is doing. And it's the biggest part of their work. Yes. Yes, I would expect them to sort of, you know, um, in
0: their in the in, in their point five where they speak of trying to engage the local peoples and trying to create create a circular economy or even exchange of professionals and and all these lofty like lofty but practical goals. Don't get me wrong. Um, I didn't see I didn't see anything pertaining to that uh, over those thirty years much, which is saddening. I worked. In a logistics company, so I kind of know how it works inside. Uh, I worked there during the COVID-19 crisis, and uh, this this uh, this um, AIVP or Association of Cities did not really provide the worker with anything. You know, even if 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 it would be like let's talk to the to the recruitment of, um, companies. Uh, and agencies to get to the workers to migrate to if they lost job. In, let's say in the Rotterdam, they may they may, might find a, a job in a port somewhere in Paris. You know, after all, it's the EU. So why not? Exactly.
1: So yeah, the, the overall feeling I have is that they commit, but just to a certain extent. They Absolutely. don't go too, too too far in political commitment which maybe they, they're scared of being harmed by, by doing so. But um, yeah, I think we agree that that's a lack in, in, in their activities. Brad, do you think it's a lack of funding? That could be, that could be. I, I know that the, the, the main part of their funding uh, comes from the, the, the fee that the, the members pay. They, they don't fee. participate yeah. to any um, EU
0: grant i don't i haven't i i haven't seen it either i absolutely agree i think you know this would be a, an opportunity for them uh to actually use the eu money and projects all right they open the centers in every city let them open a city a center with people who are trained to write european projects and who can sort of bring the money into the port be it small or big or middle sized um that I would see as 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 a huge uh, possibility, an option, and uh, to in, in increase their influence and also to increase their work, you know, and uh, i.e. the benefits for a normal citizen. Especially if these local city port centers are paid by <laughs> by the cities, i.e. from from the from the taxpayers' money. So I want to see if they are getting paid from my money. They should be getting. They should be doing more. In my opinion,
1: also to to link uh, weaknesses and opportunities. We didn't speak about the fact that the network is extremely Euro centered. Most of the members are actually uh, from West Europe. Um, And I mean, it's great. It's powerful but today we all know that the the main hub of uh, of uh, docking and of uh ports is southeastern asia so why 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 are are they implanted in, in those cities i don't know it uh, in my
0: opinion i as we mentioned there is a lack of funding on the other hand i guess you know they have already a very strong vision developed but not much money behind them while you have other uh, other big uh, undertakings like uh, One Belt One Road initiative, which just gives money and don't ask you about the, your carbon footprint, so that might be also a point. But uh, on the other hand, they—they they, I think they are also very much stuck with their idea of innovation, which pertains only to to zero uh, net carbon footprint. So either the, in in uh, in blue economy sector or green economy sector, I would very much like them to also anticipate or get into the, uh, the modern production and modern development of a city and uh, try to at least, if not reduce completely, at least less, you know, and uh, try, to, try, try to make the firm pollute-less with introduction of new technology. So, um, let us move to the threats. Um, so, as mentioned, yeah. Obo, a One Belt, One Road Initiative. Do you think that this initiative can be a reason why, why they are not as present, <laughs> represented throughout Africa, <laughs> uh, throughout Europe, uh, no, not throughout Europe, they are very much represented in Europe,
1: but throughout Asia, well, Oceania. My, and my, my, my dear Lucian, yes, I think that's a, that's a very big issue. Uh, actually, as we uh, repeated a few times, they have strong stance on circular economy greenhouse gases reduction horizontal governance you know all those things that I'm not so sure that China for example cares about um, they say they do <laughs> <laughs> I mean they they, they start uh, having the, the, and uh, including these uh, features in, in their programs but Still, uh, I'm not sure that that's the main point that they have uh, in China and they do have the money. They uh, do commit uh, to more and more ports worldwide. Uh, it's already uh, came uh, to Europe. Uh, many Italian ports are already uh, getting investments from the one belt, one road initiative. So, you know. Uh, someday uh, the AIVP will have to decide what to do with it. Do you think uh, it would be, in case they have lack of
0: funding, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, do you think it would be ethically pleasing to the AIVP or perhaps to you as as a port citizen of one of these European cities that this organization is also taking money from the Chinese Communist Party?
1: You have to consider all options. I, 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 um, I would uh, personally not like, as a European citizen with uh, European values, uh, to get uh, money uh, from the One Belt One Road uh, investors, so mainly from from China. But it's a personal point. It's a very, view.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I think I think the same like it it's a different thing to live in europe and then different thing to live in 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 india or somewhere in oceania and if this is the the source of money that comes and you can develop the city i mean be careful about the schemes that uh, are employed by the ccp but but yeah lastly um, let us move on to the covid-19 yeah COVID-19. Uh, struck the whole world struck also the port cities um, how did the AIVP answer. Well, they said they they answered in a way that they answer best uh, and they uh, excited, decided to just share experiences, deepen knowledge, give visibility to those who commit themselves to a more sustainable development. As of March 2020, they have been closely following the initiatives launched among the member state and uh, member cities to fight the pandemic. Um, they have interviewed different uh, different members of AIVP on all five continents and reportedly the special focus was given to the middle-sized port cities in Africa, in Southern Europe or in Oceania because they said there, was, there has been a less media focus on these cities. Um, whereas, in fact, the port city cooperation has never been stronger. Exactly. given. Now that many poor cities are elaborating the recovery plans and rethinking their model, um, our association took an opportunity to reflect on what they have learned and in the past couple of months and make a synthesis of the many interviews and articles they have published during the crisis. Um, I, for them, this is the contribution, how they are going to uh, improve the cities of tomorrow. However. What do you think? Do you think
1: it's well, enough? It's not. En- it's never enough, it's especially <laughs> in, in a time of uh, COVID nineteen crisis. Yeah, they did, uh, as you said, what they know to do best. Yeah, they gathered every city, uh, what every city did. Yeah, but concretely, they just gather information. information. They did not. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't see any. Mass organization, yeah. Mask mm-hmm. distribution, respirators uh, getting shipped, uh, organizing some shipments from a country to another. Absolutely.
0: You know? uh, or, or even, you know, penicillin, uh, uh, what was it, paracetamol that actually works on COVID, um, or hygienical stuff, you know, for cleaning. I mean, they, they could have helped more, you know. Especially, for example, as we mentioned, there was a huge work loss, a decrease in position if there was a city which was less affected, I would at least expect that this
1: network is going to... Foster cooperation. Foster foster cooperation. Yeah. Mm, Exactly. So, yeah, and like to... As a final point, I would say that it's the the overall activity of uh, these networks which is questionable. Yeah. Uh, What do they do and what should they do? Mm -hmm. Uh, The...
0: It's a good point. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you are pay- your city is paying money for it. And are you getting something back in it then? I mean, it's diplomatic, fair. But diplomacy should be proactive, in my opinion. I mean, after five years at the university, we have our, our opinion. And I, my opinion is diplomacy, as long as it doesn't reap results, it's just uh, bashing the air. So in this case, I would expect them to to be a little bit more proactive. I don't say that would I don't think what they are doing is bad or wrong. I just think it's not enough and I would love to see them doing it more because their the their, their vision is really really amazing. I think we agree
1: then. Thank you so much, Lucian. Thank
0: you, Milo. It was amazing. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope you have learned something about the port cities. And uh yeah, we will see you in the class. See you guys.